You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa, what up, everybody? What it do? What it do? Happy Tuesday. I'm your host, Al Mega, para tu sepa que estamos. Body Supremo de Isabela. And I'm hanging out today with another fellow Boricua creator, indeed, that we've had on previously. But he's about to share some awesome updates about his amazing project, Veil Walker, which is going to be available soon on Indiegogo. You know, so here we are. We're going to get updates. We're going to understand why Indiegogo and a whole lot more. This may get a little interesting, folks. Who am I talking about? The one and only OACV. Where, Papa? What's going on? Dímelo, dímelo cantando. All right, so what up, kiddo? How you been? How you living? I've been good. I'm living good, living fabulous, and uh, living the dream, man, or at least trying to, right? Aren't we all? Aren't we all? all. So how is... So talk about that creative journey, man. The last time we spoke, man, you had that Kickstarter. So, you know, let's talk about that. How'd that go? Kickstarter did pretty well. It actually did a little better than I thought it would initially. Okay. Uh, but not as good as I hoped it would. Right? Cause but when you're doing meaning these, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you're doing these type of things, you, you got to have two expectations, right? A, a legitimate expectation where you think logically the campaign is going to go. And that's what you kind of base everything around, base the rewards, base shipping and all that. So you do it around the logical expectation. But then you also have a bit of hope and you say, hey, look, I, I kind of hope that we're going to go this far. Okay. Uh, so we landed sort of on the on the expectation and the logical expectation. Uh, but again, you know, an unproven commodity, a brand new book by a author that hasn't published anything, got a hundred and nine, got a hundred and ninety one people. To back Beautiful. his book, right? So I think that was a successful thing. Wow, man. So you got the five racks on less than 200 people. Beautiful. Check that out. Yeah, That's yeah. wonderful. How did you feel, man, when you got that notification? Like, okay, funded. Yeah, so we set the goal for 3K. <laughs> we set the goal, for, the goal for 3K, and when I got that notification, it was, it was a weight off my shoulders. Because I think yeah. I had explained to you before, I had tried to do a Kickstarter previously, and yeah. we were trying to do the Veil Walker as like a graphic novel, 80 something pages, where like the funding goal was like $55,000. Got to go in big. Right. We <laughs> were going as I like, go big, go home. This is what we want to do. I think the art speaks for itself. Uh, but, you know, it was 30 days and we got $500 on that first oh, campaign. Oh, wow. Five, so, 500. Wow. Yeah, 500 man. I, beans. I, I, I legit, I cried tears of joy when that campaign uh, hit 3K and we funded. So awesome. Brother. It was, it Congratulations. Was good, That's amazing. So, so how did the, the overall after post Kickstarter go then and, and so all what, that? It went well. A lot of busy work. A lot of busy work. Were you used to that? Did you expect the, the heaviness of it? Or, or were you like ple- do, doing it and whistling? <laughs> <laughs> nah, so what it is, is you don't expect how much work comes from it, especially when it's your first time doing it. Mm-hmm. First campaign, uh, none of my creators had ever done a, a campaign before. They're, okay. they're veterans of the industry. They're, you know, they're, they're working for the big boys, but they hadn't done really crowdfunding before. So they kind of really didn't understand what okay. the process would be afterwards. So, uh, so what, what was the biggest challenge then out of that process then? Because, again, I love this. You know, you, you were a first-timer. There goes Mario Esco. Wepa! Yeah, yo, yo, Mario. Yo, yo. Hey, hi, Papo. 
Oh, yeah, he has a great show. You got to check him out on, on YouTube, too. Amazing show, bro, for real. Good, good people's right there, part PCNN. So what, what was one of the biggest lessons you learned as a first time? Like, okay, I did my Kickstarter. I funded good. Step one. <laughs> Step one, right? Funding. So the biggest challenge we had, and it, and it kind of wasn't because of, of anything anyone did, but like COVID was difficult for us. Uh, oh, man, people that's got true. The campaign was through that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. A couple of people got sick. Uh, work for me got pretty heavy. I work in the, in the uh, medical field. So work for mm. me got a little, little difficult. And Thank you for and your service. I appreciate it. You were soldiers, brother. Yeah, I was soldiers too. I wish I could I could accept that, but what I do is I sell uh insurance. Hey, but you were helping people, you know, the less get the insurance, make sure them bills get paid, son. That's a task in itself. (laughs) Yeah. So it it was sort of managing everybody through COVID and through Mm -hmm. the ups and downs. One of our artists uh didn't let us know that his wife was pregnant and they had a child, like right, right while We were ready to 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 finalize pages, so that really set us yeah. back a few weeks. How convenient! And, How convenient! Hey, by the way, I just had a baby. What you mean? I didn't mean <laughs> what? It came out of the blue, but you know what? It, 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 I prayed for the child, and I prayed for the family. I prayed. Well, for I everybody. hope it wasn't out of the blue for him, because that would be some bochinche. That would have been weird, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just found out. Um, no, but yeah, so <laughs> we kind of we kind of had to deal with all that, and. Finally, 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 uh, I would say about a week and a half ago, we got all the pages done in regards to the line art and the inking. Okay. And right now they're being colored. So my hope is to deliver not only the Kickstarter campaign, but our upcoming campaign by Halloween. Hey, upcoming campaign, folks. That's right. You're going to be doing that Indiegogo right now on that. So, you know, what are you looking to accomplish by also using the Indiegogo platform? So here's the thing about Kickstarter and kind of what some of the research I've done uh, led me to sort of go the Indiegogo route is not everybody on Kickstarter, and again, not everybody on Indiegogo, but I hope you guys kind of understand where I'm going here, is not everybody on Kickstarter wants a male protagonist traditional comic book lead. Okay. Right? So I believe that on Indiegogo, there's a much larger market and a much higher demand for a character like the Veil Walker, like Alexander, some of the other things that we're doing. Okay. So let's give Indiegogo a chance, and and to prove my expect my my assumption correct, hopefully that Indiegogo has a much higher need for or a want for this type of character. So I do see. I mean, I I don't know what the true numbers are, but I do see that a, a lot of Indiegogo projects do get funded like immensely. <laughs> you know, because there seems to be a large, you know, hungry community there. Or I don't know if maybe Indiegogo is more accessible. You know, again, I don't understand. I haven't done a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo. I haven't dabbled in that yet. Right. Who knows one day? But actually, you know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm Indy. I'm a go getter. So I come. I'm that type of dude. I'd rather do it myself. <laughs> Say I did it. You yeah. know. So so. Um, but so, that's yeah, so- awesome. Uh huh. Yeah, no, so I was just going to say, like, if you look at sort of some of the biggest projects on Kickstarter, they're, right, the mainstream projects. They're the Keanu Reeves book. They're, you know, Spawn. I know you're a big fan of Spawn. I Spawn love had Spawn. A, you know, that had that campaign on, on Kickstarter, right? He's, 
That the, that figure smashed it, yo! Oh my god! Didn't the numbers set, right? I mean, dude, I was I was trying. I, I I damn it, man! I was just watching it to tease myself because unfortunately I didn't have the funds to dip in. But you know, God, thank you, Bobo, and I, I forgot the gentleman that he wanted from. Bless me with the figure. Because Bobo oh. won it, and he then he forwarded me the modern Kickstarter figure. Check this out. It's Let me beautiful. see that, man. Don't drop it now. Oh hell no! These are my babies. You crazy? Like, uh, I, I'd rather drop my kids in than these toys. <laughs> I mean, look at look at that beautiful figure. Come on, man, that is amazing. So like I, I told you before, man. Look at this, look at this bro. That's a, it's it's amazing. It's gorgeous, bro. Then he, you know, with the plasma knife right here. That's how I have him looking at. He, he's Boricua, so I put the knife in his hand. You know. Yeah. So give me a sec. My camera actually just gave out on me. Leave it uh, up to me to, to drop my cam. Hold on. That's all correct, kiddo. So he's just going to continue on this. He's, it was Spawn. He cursed you right now. Like, That's what it was. He knows what I was going to say. He, he, he was like, ready to, like, yo, you going to talk shit about me? Yeah, he knows exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. So what is that? <laughs> so we're switching cameras here. Okay. Uh, doesn't look as nice, but we're going to roll it with it. looks great anyway. Go ahead. So what I was going to say is Spawn was a huge influence on on the veil walker and kind of that design that sort of traditional 90s design i've I've had a lot of people come and tell me it's like look when we look at the veil walker we see a lot of that traditional 90s comic book in him right comic book hero and even in the style because because again you're talking to a 90s kid right here you know what i mean so i i kind of do understand that it is that style it's fun everything about that you did with this book as far as I saw, it was definitely, yeah, it does fit that narrative. And it's fun. And again, it's not a book that takes itself seriously. It's just a great story with beautiful art. You know what I mean? And, and again, I can understand as well. You know, nowadays, sometimes books just go a little bit too crazy, you know, and don't delve too much into the story. But, you know, building this character, they get boring at times. <laughs> it gets into that adventure. I find, this is why I love Conan, you know? Right. Only just every issue, he's cutting somebody's head off or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, no, like what, what, what Alexander and the Veilwalker, man, what we wanted to do was I wanted to create a character that had people talking for a long time, like used to happen a lot in the 90s when we were growing up, right? Yeah. Personally, I look at a lot of the characters that are, that are being created right now or coming out right now, and just none of them are giving us much to talk about. Well, uh, all right, they're giving us a lot to talk about, but maybe not as positive as a reception as some of these other characters got. So I yeah. kind of wanted to go back to that, create those characters, and, and really get it started. And, and that's what I'm doing, man. And hopefully, uh, people agree with me, and, and and we get rolling. Yeah, well, you know what? Let's share some beautiful images, you know, in regards to the campaign, so people could see how how, how gorgeous this book is. And what you share, and this actually, you, you made some Indiegogo special pages as well, right? For this covers, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, hustler, yes, hustler supreme over here. Let me tell yeah. you. So, so we talk- actually, yeah, yeah. No, so. I was just gonna say. So we had a cover in the works that we wanted to have it on our Kickstarter. Okay. And this was another reason why we considered initially started going over to Indiegogo, right? Because we had some things that just weren't ready for the Kickstarter. Oh, okay. Which was, for example, that cover, right? That black and, and red cover done by George Fornes, Ooh, who is currently bro. on Rorschach. That's beautiful, bro. Thank you, beautiful. man. He he really he killed it, man. He I'm really just curious. It. What's this? Yeah, this is fire. I want one, like, right now. 
I could. <laughs> I'll give you one on Saturday. How about that? Epa, yo, what's this? What's this? Oh man, I got it. I got it around here somewhere. So what that is is it's a pin. It's the veil guard pin. That shit is hot, bro. The yeah, design so, is gorgeous and the coloring. I love, and then that little face in the middle is what messes me up. I love it. It's so horror. Thank you. It's 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 you. People will really understand that there's a lot of intricate detail in there. There is, brother. You that got a has, demon in the back. You got that, that that devil face in the front. You got them wings, bro. All and just that, the color scale is gorgeous. The, our colorist. The, the same guy who did the cover, uh, the main cover, did that. Wepa. Wepa. Well, what a hand, kiddo. What yeah. a hand. So one thing I want to say about that pen is people, as they start to read the story and sort of the arc start to go through and we start to reveal some things, they'll start to realize that. There's a lot of there's a lot that we're giving away in the pin, and uh, something on that pin means everything on that pin means something within the book. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey! Oh, right. Uh, let's not tease people. We'll talk about how they could get their hands on something like this as we go along. All right. But let's take a look at the gorgeous cover up front and beautiful. Let me even put it a little bit bigger just for y'all to appreciate. Look how gorgeous that is. How did you land him, brother? What a blessing. It, it was a blessing. So I landed him through through some connections. Uh, one thing that I, I'll tell everybody, and if you want to get into comics, if you want to get into insurance sales, if you want to get into whatever, network. Network, network and get network, to know people, network. man. I, I agree, brother. I have friends that tell me that they speak to people and they just mention, oh, yeah, have you heard of these guys? Oh, yeah, I know Al. And then how the hell? <laughs> they come back to me. How the hell? Like, you got, you're building like this old web. That it is going across globally. Yes, sir. That's right. Because I want to be that person that could help the next person. That's all. Whenever 100%. I could help, hey, like you hit me. Hey, you know this. Yeah, toma. Hundred <laughs> percent. I, I think it, it doesn't hurt anybody to just. It doesn't. You know, if you went through a door that was open, you know, you hold it open behind you. Let somebody I, else come in. Through I it, do. You know? Yeah, man. Especially if they're good. I just don't send anybody over. You know what I mean? But if if you have that that great energy, I'll I'll, I'll give it to you double. Hundred percent. Ooh, what's this? Ooh, so that, how sexy. So that's an actual page from the book, and uh, that was done by artist Josh Shaw. That is page three. Uh, Ooh, they're finalizing. Oh. Yeah, so we're finalizing a few things on the uh, on the pencils there, but uh, they're hitting colors. I actually hit colors yesterday. Really nice. Yeah, I love the black. You should drop a black and white edition on this bad boy, kiddo. I'll consider it if we, <laughs> if we can. If if people really it's- want it. And they, it looks uh, they good. For it. Look at that. That looks gorgeous. I would so want a black and white on this. Look at this. Don't you, don't you see this? Wow. Yeah, dude, you should drop a black and white in this bad boy. Look at look at this panel work and look at look at the character. Hell yeah. Are you this this was my 90s goatee too, bro? Are you actually with the mustache? I used to rock a mustache just like this. I gotta find a picture. I, I could have cosplayed this motherfucker in the 90s. You listen. A lot of people say, "Hey, man, you're doing a self-insert." Wrong. <laughs> Alexander looks nothing like me. If anything, I am inserting my brother into my comic book. Oh, where, bro? So we were bodies from the same ilk. I have my fade like that, with, with my goatee like that. Oh, nice. Except that my middle was a little thinner back then. That's oh, how yeah. I kept it. it wasn't everybody's. Yeah, hey, you know I'm talking about that. It is still a guapo, right? Trying to be all guapo and shit. Rico <laughs> Suave, you know. Exactly. I, I mean, don't it. even mention that was a shame on Latino Rico Suave. Stop it, I fall. <laughs> hey man, I took it in stride. <laughs> Bro, that Rico Suave, yeah, you know how much fun they made of us because of that shit. 
God damn, bro. That that was just like a, a racist joke. That that, that that serious for me. I, look, the way I look at it is, hey, you calling me Rico Suarez, but so is your girlfriend, so whatever. <laughs> Toma. Hey, wow, what's this? And who this? So that's uh, that's actually one of our supporting characters, right? You know, equal opportunity. I, I create a little bit of everybody, and you know, we got her uh, background, her name, and her background. Quickly. So her name is Samantha Redcroft. Mm-hmm. All right, and she is actually one of the strongest mages or mana users, is what we call them in, in the Veilguard universe. Okay. She's one of the strongest mana users around, and she's actually one of Alexander's uh, proteges. Okay. So. Alexander has a few, and then we're going to meet him. You know, think of Alexander as as Batman, and and all of these are his his Robins and Nightwings. You know. Oh Oh shit, bro! What's this? So I wanted to tease everybody with this, man. So what we is just, yo? We just got this done. This is a three D uh, mock up that we did. It's it stands at about seven or eight inches tall. Uh, unfortunately, it includes a rock. I wish it was seven or eight inches, just the character. But, well, you know. He said. Right? So it's about seven or eight <laughs> inches. And and listen, man, Bro. if people want it, I can make it happen. What what where, what where What's popping? What, what do we need to do if we want? Yo, this is fire. Dude. If people want it, I can make it happen. So here's the thing, right? I was talking to my peoples. We were looking at that campaign. We did some numbers, and we're like, look. This is going to be a limited supply, like limited bulk. What's like, limited? What's the number? You got a number? Minimum, minimum, we would have to do 10. Okay. Wow. Like we would, we That's extremely get, limited. Like we would have to get 10 orders in, in order to justify it. Cause it's going to oh, be. Folks, look at this. So here's the thing. It'll be 3d printed, right? In, in sections. So professionally 3d printed in resin. So it'll be like be, a maquette type. Right. And then yeah. it'll be hand painted. Hand painted, individually hand painted. Each one will be individually hand painted. Wow! So I mean, who who's doing the hand painting? Because this mock-up right here is gorgeous. So that mock-up is it's already in color. So the guy who created the three D uh, render created it in color. Uh, the colors are going to be a little different when we okay. do the hand painting. Uh, but as of right now, we have one hand, uh, one artist. Uh, he's a buddy mm-hmm. of ours. He plays uh, lots of Dungeons and Dragons. We've seen some of his figures; they're amazing. <laughs> and we're like, "Listen, man, let, let's get somebody from the community. Let's get one of our one of the insiders. Let's get one of the guys to to do it." And That's so he's going to be one of them. But again, it's we're considering it the the price tag on a statue. And listen, me being a humble young man, right <laughs> from a humble family, I would hate, and it, it embarrasses me to say, "Hey, look, if we do these statues, each one's going to be." so much like i can't ask people for that much money uh but we're considering it if people really want it and people really you know voice up and say hey look we're we're interested then i'll see what i can do okay but so but so you can't speculate on on the possible number right now the range at least the the range we're looking anywhere from 250 to like 350 400 there you go so 250 to four the range for an exclusive one of ten, folks. One of ten ever, that will ever be made. I mean, you. I mean, you know what? For that type of exclusivity, definitely worth it. At least in my opinion, that's totally exclusive, son. And it's it's uh, it's sort of a a spiritual representation of the cover, right? So if you look at the main cover, 
it's basically the same pose except for the cape. We thought that the cape or the the overcoat being down just looked a little better. So no, that so. is a gorgeous looking statue, man. All right, and there's another conversation we're gonna have to have here, brother, because you dropped a whole bomba, if you will, bomba <laughs> on me again. You know, just because of my history uh, with these folks. However, just want to understand your logic. There is, you know, I'm not here to judge you or anything. Of course, I just want to, you know, I want you to educate me on the whys, right? So. Here comes the bomba question, my friend. And folks, this is a question you've never really heard me ask before. You've heard me talk a little bit about it, but never really get into it. But as a Latino creator, brother, what's this news about you, you know, being part of the movement that is Comics Gate? Wow. All right. So yeah, you dropped it on me. I was like, all right, I got to understand the whys. And, you know, again, the, you know, again, we... With, with, with humans and you know i don't normally talk to politics but i just again want to understand right. so you know hopefully here we could educate and just try to understand and again i'm not supporting anything period the comic crusaders i'm going to stand firm uh, just because of my past experiences i don't support that hashtag on any scale right. i want to just make that clear before we start into the conversation here folks comic crusaders does not support this uh hashtag just because of you know, certain treatments that I've seen and just things that we've gone through as a brand because of the group. And I know it's not everybody, but, you know, I feel a type of way about that. But also, you know, this is journalism. This is what we got to talk about, you know, and I'm not here to be confrontational, but I want my brother here to talk to me and just say, okay, this is the wise guys. And, you know, yeah, I'm not here to get mad at you, man, Mano. So, you know, you know what? I'm leaving the floor to you. So, you, I, know, you know the question at hand. Go yeah, no, and I appreciate it. And, and and one of the reasons that I wanted to, and I was happy that we were able to set up this campaign to start off with you, is because I knew you were going to be fair in regards to to the question and, and, and my opinion on it, right? Yeah. So you, you kind of prefaced it like, hey, I'm not into the politics, neither am I. I didn't join Comicsgate because of any particular politics. Okay. Um, what I saw was a community that I, I agreed with quite a bit in certain aspects in regards to comic books. Yeah, what are those aspects, if you don't mind me asking? Like, of course. What, what type of aspects? So on our, last, on our last interview, right, that we had, I mentioned to you why I created Ritmo. Okay. Right? Where it was a sort of race-swapped version of Spider-Man that, in my opinion, tried to initially make two different demographics happy at the same time. But yet, for me, they sort of dropped the ball on one side of it, especially with that last movie. I didn't feel represented enough. Yeah. So for me, it's like, not only did you race-swap a character, which obviously it, it... that one time it was moderately successful, but there have been other characters that have been swapped or this or that, that just made everybody unhappy. Because not only are you getting rid of a classic, but yet the character that you're creating doesn't represent people that you're trying to represent enough. Yeah. So for me, it's like, all right, here I am. I am a, a new creator. I'm trying to create new characters. I'm trying to establish myself 
And, and yet here these people are just continuing to race swap traditional characters or gender swap traditional characters instead of giving new creators and new characters a chance. But that's also, you know, legalities and contract stuff because certain publishers don't want to pay for that type of stuff. So, you know, I, I could understand why an independent creator, unless they're going to get a piece of the ownership, you know, won't do that. So these companies are now forced because I, I know who you're talking about. The Marvel and DC just are giving chump change to creators for a new creation, right. you know. I don't like the sometimes, like, I think my Morales, and I will always ask you, you know, deserves his own name. Peter's not dead, you know, in my opinion. So, you right. know, he, I, I like what Disney did and call him Kid Arachnid. You know, that was awesome. He had his own name. I want that. So I could understand where you're coming from with, yeah. with, with that, but they're not properties we own. This is what I always tell people. Go to Indy. Because, again, if you don't appreciate what they're doing you don't need a hate on them for that of course and, and that and that's a problem that i see with this community that you're part of they they don't just leave it alone find right. create and find what you like why why the attacks but whatever you know that's another conversation no no i i get it and i get <laughs> it know? so but i've already been attacked Right. And why so? How so and why so? I got to hear this. So here's the thing, man. And I don't want to make them famous. Uh, don't, don't, don't you I got to mention names, but just say yeah. the, 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 so, the what happened. So what ended up happening is I came out as Comicscape not too long ago. Okay. Because I'll, I'll give you guys a little, little bit of history. Uh, I've been following Zach, Ethan, uh, and a bunch of other guys for a while. I agree with a lot of what they said. Didn't agree with some other things. But, you know... In for the most part, what I agreed with was comic book based, and I liked what they were creating. I liked the community that they were making. Every community has bad apples. I think everybody said it. Every community has bad apples. So every community, every color, every race, every gender got its bad apples, and that's regardless of what the fuck you're into. Right. (laughs) So here's where where the attack comes. Right, is there's this one gentleman uh, sees my post. Right, so he's hey, you know, Comicscape this, whatever it was I posted, and he's like, Comicscape doesn't love you, or Comicscape doesn't want you, or something like that. Okay. He left it up for about a minute, deleted it, and then posted my post over to his followers about like, hey, here's a Latino in Comicscape. We've seen everything now, but to me, it's like I'm not the first Latino in Comicscape. First of You're all, not because I. I know that I've seen, again, I've also blocked many because, again, uh, uh, of any bullshit. Like, don't come at me or listen. Don't come at me no bullshit. I, I don't right. play that. You get blocked. I, I don't have time for this. <laughs> you feel me? So, but I could get that. So, you got to, now, this guy goes and he blasts you on his own page. Does he tag you when he does the blasting? Oh, he, he, he quote tweeted me. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, it's cool. He quote tweets me. A couple people DM me. Okay. All right, a couple of people who have followed me. Again, I'm, I'm getting a whole bunch of follows that I don't know. All of a sudden, your, your, your DMs are lit. Are lit. And, it, <laughs> and it's, it's people talking the crap. Like, bro, what, are what you do doing? you mean by crap, though? What would they tell me? Give me, let's just talk about it again. Yeah. It's just, again, education and digging in. So you come out as this as a Latino. So how yeah. were they attacking you? Why was that? Why was that? You know, you couldn't. 
what type of verbiage were they using on? Yeah, you? so basically, what's going on is is they would say, "All right, so you're a Latino in comics, gay, like a bunch of you know ist and phobes, this and that. Like these people don't love you; they don't want you there. Yeah, you're making a fool of yourself." Okay. But here's the thing: the only hate I've gotten since throwing my hat in with Comicsgate has been from people outside of Comicsgate, right? Okay. Uh, Can I ask you, when you were doing your your initial project, were you getting any love from Comicsgate as well as regular folks before before your declaration? Were you getting love from both sides? Yes, sir. So there was a few followers that after I came out as Comicsgate, a few people who backed the Kickstarter were like, oh, I'm so glad I backed your Kickstarter uh, because I was Comicsgate, right? And obviously a lot of Comicsgate people don't use Kickstarter. But what's but the, the? I don't understand. But why use the hashtag with the gate? I mean, at the end of the day, gate sounds awful. People. I mean, it does. Who who does. who who declared anyone gatekeepers? And that's what kind of see that that's what really also turns me off. Not just you know like the the, the certain homophobia and like colorphobia, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes that I see, but it's yeah. also that like why you gotta be. In a, Take that gate shit off. Don't be gatekeepers. Be gate openers. Right. Change the fucking you know open gate or some shit, something, man. Because again, hey, listen, there's a market for everyone, and I could understand yeah. the the dislike if maybe the big two do changes, but we don't own those characters. And guess what? There's a world of independent creators doing things that you may appreciate. Then there's no need of bashing on one. This is where my all my anger comes from because I don't see that any hate needs to be thrown fucking anywhere. Book burnings and shit like that. I've seen under the hashtag. I find that shit to be so fucking disrespectful, yo. At the end of the day, that's nonsense. Like you said, I know that's just, that's just a few bad apples, right. but yeah, you know, if that's the case, if you guys are really truly all about positivity and and, and, and indie and all that shit and supporting positive energy then y'all need to cancel these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Throw it out there. Like, yo, these motherfuckers is not the real shit. I mean, it takes that gate off. At least them eat them. Take the gate part off. That's awful, man. For real. I'll say say this. I can only speak for myself. Right? I can only speak for myself in regards to saying that I'm more of a live and let live. Right? Uh, me but, too, man. Don't right. bother me, though. I've been attacked on. That's the whole thing. I got mad motherfuckers. I'm black because of that. I'm being yeah. honest there because I'm not about negative energy. Uh, attack me because I, I, I want to, because I share things that you don't feel comfortable with. Yo, yeah. that, uh, uh, at the end of the day, we're a news outlet and I'm going to share everything that's popping, whether you like it or not. That's I'm not here to cater to, to you. I'm here to cater to everyone. 100%. So, but then here's the thing, right? It's like, Going back to the example I gave you, any hate I've gotten was because I threw my hat in with Comicsgate because I saw a community because the there. hashtag because is, the hashtag the hashtag the, the hashtag makes people feel emotional, my brother. <laughs> so, but then, but then here's the thing: when have I ever? And and I'm not asking you generally because you don't see all of my tweets or all of my social media history. But when have I ever said or done anything? To bother no, you, anyone. No, no, you're not a negative person on any scale. You put good. I understand what you're saying. Right. There, there, there are always bad apples. And I'm just saying, what is that leadership behind that hashtag doing to really make sure that they weed out those bad apples? Because y'all looking bad. Like I told you, you know, off camera, 
there was a year that I saw Ethan. I didn't understand what was going on yet with this gay shit. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I didn't know nothing yet. So, but I, I wanted to talk to him. He was an artist on Green Lantern, a comic book I was collecting. He refused to talk to me. I'm like, I ain't do shit to you. You know, maybe he thought I was trying to sabotage him. Like, nah, man. Not at the time. It's only after the fact that I got educated and things happened even within the family because of that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And it, it 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 stews bad juju to me. And especially just change it. Be open. There's no need of bad shit. Just create, create, create. Everybody could love what they love. At least it's just in my opinion. But yeah. I also understand what you mean. You know, the, the changes sometimes are unnecessary, you know, or don't don't just hand over a mantle. Make a story behind it. Why does they deserve the mantle? Things like that. I get that. I'm an old school collector. So look, here's here's another reason, right? It's and I was looking at it, right, and I was like, okay, when we were going to launch the Indiegogo, okay, I'm very very hesitant to come out as Comic Skate and voice my <laughs> support for it because I'm sitting around wondering, man, if I do this. Which again, I I agree with a lot. So I'm I'm not only not being myself, right? Because there's a lot of that I agree with that I want to voice my opinion on that I can't because I'm afraid that Stefan Velez, right? Legal name Stefan Velez would never get hired by DC or Marvel. I get it. If, if I, I get choose, it. well, that that's all social media too. You always got to be careful. Just listen, bro. Just you know. It is what it is. You got to be careful about what you do, you know, but right. to be true to you, to you. And, you know, that's okay. You know, I, I hate when people get shamed for being who they are. Just let everyone get educated over time. I've learned a lot of shit over time. And people do change. Opinions do change. Feelings do change. So over time, just... It's okay. Maybe because I'm an old dude telling y'all motherfuckers this shit. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, it really is the journey that, you know, things change over time. People can't change. Opinions can't change. Feelings can't change. Those are motherfucking facts. And yeah. a few people don't understand that. Because I see people also, like, getting aced, uh, uh, you know, like, blocked out of shows or because of past behavior. But then we have other behaviors being okay because it's one gender versus another. That's not the typical, but then it's okay. If you know what I'm talking about with Amber Heard and, and Johnny Depp, right? Right, right. You know, she beats him, but, you know, she still got a movie role. If it was the other way around, Johnny Depp's career would have been finished. No, 100%. I mean, Johnny Depp's career was finished for a long time. Right? Facts. Facts. You know? Facts. So, because, but look. Yeah. No, no, but I was going to say, like, just to finish on that last point, right? So I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get hired by these two, right? Because I had aspirations. I wanted. But do you get... really want that, though? Because I want to just tell you this. Here's where I was going. Last... Okay. No, no, here's where I was going. I, w- I, I was so stuck into creating a universe, right? The Veil Walker, all of his side characters, creating all these other spinoffs and all this, that I wasn't, and I spent a long time really not paying much attention to what was going on in in the industry. Okay. Besides what I would see from a few videos here and there, like I said, I used to follow Zach yeah. and what was going on there. Then I realized, I was like, do I even want to work for these people? Do I want to not be myself for in order to keep a pipe dream alive? Yeah. A pipe dream that I might not even actually want, Right. Do I want these people to come in and completely change what I spent the last 10 years 
working on. Yep. There you go. Because they want to appeal to something else, or maybe, hey, Alexander's too masculine. Or hey, look, you know <laughs> these characters that you made uh, are we gotta we gotta insert this or insert that. Do I want that? No. So I saw a community that I mentioned previously, I saw a community that actually seems to want and support characters like the ones I'm making. So why not go to them and give them an opportunity or give me an opportunity to prove to them that this is what they want. And uh, You could you know. do that, though, can't you, without the, the usage of any hashtag or, or, or validation that you're behind it? <sighs> maybe, maybe, but it would take a lot longer. Right, it would take a whole lot longer. You and... think it would take a lot longer though, because you never know. Again, bro. Right. So, but look, here's here's some of the research I did. Right. So okay. we got a lot of people starting these these you know Kickstarter campaigns, much like myself. They're five K. Right. First Kickstarter campaign. Woo, five K. I know a lot of people who are creating comic books that would do numbers on Kickstarter. That should do numbers on Kickstarter. Right. Yeah. That aren't siding with one side or another. Right. But they've been making campaigns for the past five, six years, and they're still only getting to about three or four hundred people. Okay. My main goal is not the dollar amount, but the amount of people. Let's say I would have raised fifty thousand dollars. I would trade fifty thousand dollars for fifty thousand supporters. Gotcha. In a heartbeat. And I think by by coming out and actually, you know expressing myself saying hey look i support i support the movement i support the movement against a lot of what's happening now again i hate that i have to preface this i don't support everything no one supports everything right but i think that we it's like move- any political party whether you're democrat or republican you know you don't support everything they say but you got to be on the side right not me though fuck everybody bro i'm the <laughs> crusader side crusaders political party kiddo yeah, Always. man. So, so that's shit. what I did. But look, I could I could be myself within the group. I wholly believe that. I think I'm unique enough. My products are unique enough. My ideas are unique enough that we can be ourselves within this group, right? And they are a a a huge platform of just loyal supporters. Because look, I've seen, and I'm gonna come out and say it. I have seen a lot of SJW projects absolutely flop, flop. They'll ask and they'll demand okay. changes. So, so all right, let me ask you this. In your opinion, then, my brother, what is yeah. an SJW project look like? I'm not Starfire. I got I to gotta ask, bro. I gotta ask. I'm not Starfire, right? I'm not Starfire uh, is an SJW okay. project. And there's a lot of smaller ones of people trying to pander and, and people trying to sort of toe that line, right? And then those so would you say that like the uh what's his homie uh uh Tim Drake is that a pandering? Tim Drake uh just came out bisexual, right? Yep. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Uh <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's instead of creating a brand new bisexual character that they own that okay. they can actually show a history of that character Right, going through the struggles because look, I have friends that are gay and bisexual, very yeah. close friends. I know the struggles that they have gone through because they have confined them in me. They have told me about them. Tim Drake, all of a sudden now is bisexual, but he he didn't go through any of the trouble that they went through. 
growing up with these confusions and feelings feelings, right so to me it's like not only is it pandering but you're not doing it justice gotcha right so when i say that a lot of sjw projects fail on on these platforms are are projects independent small projects that are tailored to these people and they just they they don't garner the backing that people think they're gonna get much like when these changes happen to these mainstream characters, they end up flopping for a lot of the time. But yet, here's a community that legitimately supports comic books. And that's kind of what we're going at. We're, we're, we're going to where people want books like mine. That's gotcha. the main purpose. If, I, if we were to extract anything from this conversation, is I'm going to deliver my book where people legitimately want my book. Gotcha. And if they want that book, all they got to do is wait right there, right? And, and go because it's coming soon for the Veil Walker. So you get a taste of what he's talking about. He's already done it on Kickstarter, folks. And he got some uh, awesome extras here. Now, yeah, I'm not here to judge no one, brother. You know what I mean? I know. Absolutely not. Because, uh, again, you know. I appreciate the time. Uh, like, I you know, appreciate you know, you know, why, the listen. ability to talk, you know? Yeah, why not? Because, again, journalism nowadays is all, all opinion. But if you want to talk journalism here, I'm going to talk to you and let you speak your piece because, you know, let's be unbiased here. I already told you I don't support this shit. Still, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, of course. no matter what. Uh, but because just of my past history, that's not, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, but, you know, you know, us Puerto Ricans don't let go shit very yeah. easily. <laughs> no. But I'll say this is people need to understand that just because we don't agree doesn't mean that we can't go throw a few beers back, man. And, and that's the truth, bro. Because believe me, I have a lot of people in life I don't agree with. But let's not talk all that nonsense. And let's just be right. ourselves and just talk about what we do love. You know right. what I mean? And yeah, at the end of the day, that's what matters. And listen, everybody, each to each unto themselves. That's what it is. You know, motherfuckers probably don't like me. That's fine. Because I share everything. You know what? Bad on you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I do what I do. You do what you do. At the end of the day, you know, you, you're creating an awesome book. Um, if, if whether or not I agree with your politics, that's all different. You know, we don't. You know, you, you, you did it, and you know what? And you didn't. And you didn't clarify what it is that you don't agree with. So, kind of means that there's so much open conversation there because, you know, what I mean, just because you didn't state what what you meant, like what sides, you know, doesn't mean that. I understand where you're coming from. You know what I mean? There's just certain things that you could get with from a comic book perspective, but from a moral perspective, I'm pretty sure there's there's a lot of things you don't agree with from a moral perspective. Is that correct? At least for me to assume. Correct. But again, I want to say that 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 doesn't come from everybody. So look, let's, let's just use myself as an example, right? The fact that people will come out and just believe that just because I'm Hispanic, which is already starting off incorrectly, like yeah. just because I'm Hispanic and joining comics, oh, they don't like you. Like yeah. there's already a negative idea and incorrect. Like I said before, I've gotten love from top to bottom. And, and, and honestly, like again, you know, just because of the community that has gotten at me, I've seen that it comes from all walks of life. You know, so it goes from Latino to black to white to Asian. It, it, I've been attacked by, every, but you know, again, because the first thing I do is look at their profile. You attack me, you got that hashtag. Okay, bye. I'm not dealing with you. I can't. I don't have the time. No. I'm yeah. too busy, my friends. 
no, I get it. I, I might be the same way if they had a there was a hash size like SJW Warriors, you know, or something. Oh, oh, don't start no shit either. What if I would? What if I would? I think you just fucked that up. Actually, there I, it hope goes. They, I hope they do start a hashtag so that way I know exactly <laughs> who to ignore, you know. No, oh, but look, I'm, right, I'm open to discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm open to discussion all times. I'm Listen, open to hear everybody's opinion. We're all creatives at the end of the day, and we should all be able to talk to one another. And again, listen, at the end of the day, you're never going to agree 100% with everybody in your life because if you surround yourself with people that only agree with you, you're going to be very bored. <laughs> 100%. A bunch of guys. the truth? Yeah, bro, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't a yes man. You know what I'm going to do after this podcast on a Saturday? I'm going to hang out with homie in person and have a brew. You know, comment, whether he's comments good or not, at the end of the day, with two Boricuas in the business trying to make our hustle. So, I you know, his, it, you know, we don't talk to politics. We just talk about, you know, the realness of the struggle. This is great. <laughs> Listen, no, thank you for the conversation. Again, I, like I said, I promised I wasn't going to get at you and attack you in any form. You know, I was going to allow you to speak your piece because, again, that's I what the journalism that. should be about. And I'll try to ask those questions. Just clarify again that we're not about this. But no, and I to allow that. you to speak your piece so that way people, people in your community, because I know there's people in your community that do watch us and do listen to us. So, you know, because we do, again, in that reality at times, you know, have creators that are part of the movement. But again, because we don't talk about it. I don't know. And I'm not trying to do my research. I'm just here to support these good comic books, good people, you know, that are just trying to do some good stuff. And so long as you stay away from the negative energy, then you're my people. Just stay away from the negative, but just support what you love, ignore what you don't, and, and, and yeah, make it simple for everybody. 100%. But look, yeah, no, that's it's how it should be, right? That's the issue. That's how it should be. Yes. Right? Everybody on one... And, First of all, there shouldn't be sides, but sides were created. Comments are for everyone, kiddo. And unfortunately, yeah, you know, it's because of the environment of nowadays right. and, and the political environment. There's just so much going on and people are not accustomed to things. So it's all about education, being able to understand. For me, that, at least in my side, that's what that right. is. People just need to learn. You can't get mad at certain things. You know, maybe you feel uncomfortable with changes. But change is good sometimes. Because, again, I've always complained that characters get stale. Same Superman for 80 years. Same Batman for 80 years. Same Wonder Woman for 80 years. You know what I mean? You know, at time, it's time for changes. You know, we're living in modern time. Let those characters die. Didn't they let the JSA die for mad years? Didn't they let Barry Allen die for mad years? You know what I mean? So allow for change and just test the environment. Don't right. get mad. You don't own these characters. And if you don't appreciate it, then just... Go ahead and bond in your own universe because you know what? Oasi Comics got its own universe. He, they don't need to go to Big Two. And if you love indie, maybe you could get intertwined into their into into their universe. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. and it's okay. It doesn't doesn't mean anything about you. Just it's just comics, folks. I'll say this: Oasi Comics promises no reboots. God, right? please, no, re- okay, no that, reboots. Okay, that's the one motherfucking thing that I could say. I hate. Hate is a goddamn reboot and a remake. Thank you, Wachowski Brothers, for doing a sequel to Matrix. That's what it's being built as, so thank you. Don't do no motherfucking remake. Just continue the story, yo. Just continue it. It's okay. Thank you. 
I hate that. I was telling my wife, God damn, what happened to Hollywood? Everything's a fuck. She said there was this old show. I forgot. I'm sorry. I can't remember off the top of my head. But she said, oh, my God, maybe they should remake this. I'm like, oh, my God, no. No more. No more. No. Let, let them come up with new shit. Stop it. Stop biting off the past, my dudes. So, yeah. and, and, you know what? Most of these motherfuckers don't even do it justice anyway. Nah. So here, I'll tell you this, right? If you look behind me. Oh, show it. it. Show it up. Show it up. I right? see it. This right there, the screen right there. Wepa. Yeah. So the whole top. No, no. Actually, I'm looking at, I'm at the bookshelf. Oh, the right? shelf. Hey. So yeah. The whole top row is straight manga. Oh, I have nice. some trades right here. Okay. Right, but I'm very picky with the trades, and I'll tell you why. I I got out of comic books for a long time, not because I wanted to, but because obviously, one, when you're creating your own universe and you're just a writer, you're investing a lot of money in yep. in the art, colors, print samples. Like, yeah, who got time to read stuff? <laughs> right, you know, we got. Oh, oh my, by the way, oh wait a minute, wait, folks, wait a minute. You see how gorgeous that looks? Let me show you a little bit better. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you got that. Look at that. Look, 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 look at that. Look at how beautiful that is, folks. From and the then we code. got this one. And then we got this one. Yeah. Oh, sexy. Look at that shit. Woo! So when you're doing things like this, you just you gotta you gotta make up your mind. I gotta I gotta keep the mortgage up, up to date. Yeah. I gotta keep gas in the whip, right? Yeah. And then I gotta invest in my art. Especially where you live, bro. <laughs> If you don't got no gas on the whip, you ain't living <laughs> that at all. So, you know, I, I got to I gotta make those decisions. And I kind of fell out of comic books for a really long time. Okay. So when I wanted to get back into it, here I am asking for advice, right? My editor never left comic books. My editor's been a huge fan. He's got long boxes for days. Excellent. I ask him, hey, HP, recommendations. Where do I start? HP. <laughs> right? HP, the droid. That's, a, that's my editor's name. <laughs> So I was like, where, where do I start? Where, where do, give me some recommendations. He threw his hands up. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. We've had so many re- reboots since you stopped reading. Like, uh, I don't know where, where to tell you to start. I will, tell you, I will tell you, go to Punk Rock Jesus, have some fun there. Fuck, fuck continuity. Read some independent or, or some DC Vertigo stuff like that. Punk Rock Jesus by Sean G. Murphy. That's my favorite. I love that. That's my number one. No, look, back there, what I got, I got The Long Halloween, I nice. got The Killing Love Joke, Woo. I got a few image books. Nice. Which right? ones? Like what? Uh, so, what do I got? I got The Black Monday Murders. Oh, a great one. I got I got The Boom Book, I got Gideon Falls. Nice. Right? So, I got, so those are kind of like the things that, all right, so this is where we can start, right? Notice that the only things that I got from Batman and stuff are some of the older stuff, right? Some of the classics. Yeah. Because nothing new that's being put out is is all that great. And the, then the Snyderverse the stuff with the Court of Owls is pretty cool. You should check that Court out. Court of Owls. I, I I had that digitally, so I did do that. And then I got um that one. I got when I okay here. You'll you'll know when I got back into comics. It's when Batman and the Joker uh, were fighting in the Lazarus Pit. Oh, oh damn! You that whole arc? Yes, wow. That's right? when you got back in. Okay. And that's when I got back in. To reading, right? I was still writing and creating, but to reading, and I got back into that because I thought they were finally going to do something different with the Joker, and they didn't. <laughs> I, I I was like, "Yo, hold on, time out." The Joker might have been around the whole time for, and then we kind of find out that he edited the photos and put himself in yeah. or something. 
Like, Photoshop, you, right? Why, why are you going to do that? So I, I just picture the Joker sitting at his little den of, of thieves, sitting on Photoshop and editing the pictures. Yeah, like an 80-year-old. This is why we need new... This is why After 80 years, give us the new people. If Batman is only a master Superman, just give us new folks You know, from a while ago. Anyway, it's not the so, goddamn reboots. The reason we went on this tangent, right, is <laughs> to explain why the way that we're creating Oasi Comics, the Oasi-verse is what we call it, right? Epa. Is we're creating a world that regardless of if 10 years from now, Alexander and the Veilwalker are no longer in it, mm-hmm. the world still has hundreds of stories to tell. Gotcha. Right? So that's what we're going to do. Uh, none of our stories are ever going to go on forever. Right? Okay. These stories have beginnings and ends. Yeah, it might take us 10, Like a real years. novella. Like a real yeah. novella. There's an it, end. Right. So we have an idea, right? We, we looked at manga and we looked how successful manga has been and we're like, what can we extract from it? And it's unique, brand new characters in a unique, brand new universe that has no ties to anything else. So it's their whole, As their rules, be. right? Their, their rules. And these are stories that progress and for the most part have an ending, have a, yeah. a, 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 they a con- have a conclusion that's satisfactory to the the readers right so we're not gonna dangle something above them forever for 80 years from now the veil walker is still doing the same stuff like no man you know what let me do this let me show the 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 indigo promo real quick so people could know what the hell we're talking about before we go alexander salvador the grand inquisitor the Veilguard's greatest champion stands as our only line of defense. This perilous journey will change him forever, and the fate of our world will rest on his shoulders. The dark fantasy will keep you turning the pages for more. Will Alexander be our salvation or our doom? Wepa, that, that, yo, that promo looks fantastic. Kid, a good job. I appreciate it. Hey, you know why we call HP the droid? Why? Because not only is he my editor, he's my video guy. He hey! Also did, he also did the voiceover. Oh, we're oh, right? trying to sign the movie guy. <laughs> this guy. This guy is an absolute android. I keep him locked up in my basement. Uh, just working. Folks. So talk about it. Where can people hit it again, right? I, I know you can see it up top on 9-8, but go ahead, right? Tomorrow, right? Right, right yeah. on 9-8, September 8, 2021, you can start digging into that Indiegogo and start supporting, you know, what the Veil Walker is all about with, with some awesome, beautiful extra covers. So talk about that real quickly. Like, you know, what type of extras can folks get based on certain tiers or pledges? So, yeah, so... We're actually kind of covering it up right now, but we got a few tiers. So we have the regular cover, a main cover, okay. uh, which is the one that's right under me. Then we have our variant cover, right, which is exclusive uh, to this particular campaign, uh, which is our George Fornas cover. Right? Okay. I mentioned that he's currently on on Rorschach. I think they're yep. almost done with that, right? Yep, yep, yep. Then we're creating a not just a trading cards, but we're creating a playing card game, right? Think Yu-Gi-Oh, oh, think Magic. Nice. Think all that, right? Because I think 
the story. You know how to place that? You know how to play that stuff? My editor does, and I'm learning. Oh, I need him because I need to beat the random dude's ass for my team. He's talking so much shit to me about he's the card master, the dungeon master. He the big. I need somebody to whip his ass for me. I need a hitman. Right. So that's <laughs> what we're gonna do. I'm gonna I'm hook you up with a droid, and, and he'll uh, he'll train you there. But yeah, so my so I'm going thing. with with those people that that know about it, right? Because one thing I do is delegate. Right, I had the idea of creating the the playing card game. I grew up with Pokemon. I grew up with Yu-Gi-Oh, and I actually delegated that to people who know more about what's currently going on right now. Okay. So you see those two images in the middle? Those are actually the two playing cards that you guys are going to be able to get during this oh, campaign. I say words. I could kick motherfuckers' asses with this real quick. Yes, sir. Right. The pin is also included. So that pin that we talked about earlier today nice. is included. So. There's that, and then we have the foil cover package, right? What we nice. call the Veil Guard package uh, includes both foil covers uh, and everything you see on screen right now. Plus, as we start hitting stretch goals, which I actually have some uh, samples for stretch goals, right? Oh, check yeah. that out. Nice. Right? Cool. cool. We, got, we got the bookmark. Check that out, man. So I, I never lose my page when I'm reading Veil Walker. Awesome. 100%. Listen, man, I got everything I have. Look, we even have. The printout for the main oh, cover. Oh, that's gonna be I love that cover, man. That shit is so fire, bro. Yeah, so you can get it. Look, I have it framed in my living room. As so you I should. Cover. As you should. Be proud right? of that bad boy. So we got we got it. We got it all. And honestly, I think there's a little something for everybody. And like I mentioned earlier, I mean, if enough people ask for it, we can definitely create a new tier for the statue and, and we'll get rolling, man. You should. You should, folks, support the statue. That's join us, fire. There you go. Look, it's going to go live on the 9th, you know, and, and how long does the campaign go for? It's going to be 30 days. So it should be 30 days on the 8th go. of October. If you guys sign up before tomorrow at midday, so tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern, you're going to get an exclusive printout that only people who sign up for the campaign are going to get. There you go. You hear that? Sign up right here, folks. Get it done. Get it done real quick. And if you want to learn even more about what the big homie is up to, go visit him. On both Twitter and Instagram at Owasi Comics. You know, that's the big homie right there. Stefan, man, thank you for sharing your time, talking about your journey, talking about your new affiliation. <laughs> I hope I wasn't too hard on you, bro. I'm, I'm not trying to be enough. hard. I'm, 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 I'm just trying to understand. That's all it is, bro. No, and I appreciate it. I appreciate you giving me a platform. I appreciate you bringing me on, even after finding out, you know, and... uh no, well, uh, listen, I'm not here. This again, I, I keep telling people here. Comic is here to support independent creators, and this was just an opportunity to maybe learn why what why you're doing this. Who knows? Maybe somebody understands where you're coming from or not. Again, uh, just my history is, is where and, you know. Again, I, I repeat it. Puerto Ricans are addictive, folks. We hold a grudge. I hold a grudge, so it's like. I, know, I think I'm still until, mad until, that Miles Morales... Until I get a formal motherfucking apology, I'm holding a goddamn grudge. I, I don't think I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say, I know where you're coming from because I'm still mad that Miles Morales and uh, the Into the Spider-Verse was in Puerto Rican enough. I said it right I get here. it. You know what? Yeah, so. you know, no, no, no. I said that before, but but there, there was enough... Puerto Rican word usage that at least it didn't go the Mexican route that I appreciate. There was a couple of words that I was like, okay, okay, at least you they sure hit that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it again. There's a couple of PR words they use, but 
I always tell that to people. And you know what? I appreciated what 50 Cent said. 50 was the only rapper I know that was interviewed. And when they were talking about it, he's like, no, nah, I got to know that Mexicans, it's Puerto Ricans, it's Dominicans. They all got their own accents. And I'm like, yo, this is coming for 50. Because <laughs> right. he know he came from a diverse you know, melting pot that is New York where I was raised from. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was raised with Polish people, Italian people, Peruvians, Ecuadorians, Dominicans, Puerto Rican. I mean, bro. And you know what? You know what we saw each other as? Brothers and nothing else. 100%. I'll say this. The only thing I remember Miles Morales ever saying in Spanish in that movie was Bendición Mami. Yeah, and which is the Puerto Rican thing? No, no other really race says that. That's it? That's all we get? On, yeah, it, it, there was another nah. comment though, but I can't remember right now because nah. I'm slightly intoxicated. Because that's what happens here on the. Uh, you should podcast. have told me I would have drunk with you, man. Oh, but no, listen. I didn't know. We're gonna do this on Saturday in person, and then we could record a scene of us singing some like papers on, live uh, on on screen. I mean, well, no patillas though. We don't do patillas, folks. All right, Speaking not unless they're on sale. <laughs> Hey, brother, if you need some papers, I know somebody, all right? But we all know somebody. Isn't that crazy, bro? What is wrong with us? Why do we always know somebody? That's where we come from. That's where yeah, we come I know. from. That's yeah. another thing, right? <laughs> when I write books, I'm coming from a point of view that most of the people writing books don't come from. So you guys are getting something completely new. Yeah, yeah. Listen, if you're not in the culture, you probably may not get it, yeah, because I get it. I get it. For real. So, yeah. You know what I hope to see one day, though, is Vail Walker do a chancla spell. Please, throw one in there one day. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'm chancletazo spell. Toma. Listen, uh, <laughs> you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Hey, shit, don't fuck with me, bro. I can't yeah. wait. There you go, folks. Make sure you support to, uh, support this project because I want to see the magical chancletazo because let me tell you, my mom has the best aim in Brooklyn, and there ain't no lie. So I'm not going to repeat what you guys do with me, but I will stay what you guys do with Stefan. So make sure to follow Stefan on Instagram and Twitter at Oasi Comics. Please visit the Indiegogo, support the project, whether you're a comics gator or not. I mean, he ain't about that. He's just trying to sell a project and 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 just, you know, he agrees with certain things and certain things he don't. But obviously, we're seeing a lot of Latino character within that scope. So, you know, I, I don't, you know, whatever, bro. So long as they support some Latino characters, I'm good with it. Yeah, right? So go to that Indiegogo, support it. You know, show the love. It's going to be live on the 8th. It's going to be a whole month long. So... I know you got that those paychecks. Don't be messing around. Either you get four paychecks or two. That means you got a little a little bread to spread, you know, for this awesome comic book. But it's awesome Latino creators. So support Latino creators, support POC, support comic crusaders. You know the business. Hoasi, much love, man. Thank you for sharing the love, sharing the movement, sharing the 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 knowledge, sharing what you're going through. You know. While we may not be a hundred on that gate shit, you know, we're still people and I could see that, you know, you're an awesome creator. I support you as a Latino creator. That's what I support you as. I appreciate that. That's I what I support that. you as. I appreciate as. the love. I appreciate the support. Appreciate yeah, the opportunity. Man. Not many of us in the business. So, you know, that's what I appreciate from you and keep doing you. Keep real, real to yourself because that's another thing I also respect from you. You came on here today and you said, fuck it. 
This is what I am. This is who I am. And much respect for that, you know? And I declared who I am. But it doesn't make us any different as people. We're still friends. And with that, I'm going to give you a cheers on person on Saturday. Thank you for hanging out with me today, though. Much nah, love. Whatever. Folks, you know what to do. Follow the homie. Follow Comic Crew. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 